0: So let me know what you think of this new format, please. That's the favour that I'm asking. You can do that on Twitter, at Mr. Asquith. And you can get the written version of this over on my Twitter profile as well. Once again, that's at Mr. Asquith. And enjoy this episode of the Podcast Accelerator. Voice is huge. Heck, you're a podcaster. Heck, have you even listened to this podcast. This is unbelievable. Voice is huge. Huge, but it's not just content creation. Voice is now an interactive medium, and should you be optimizing your podcast content for? voice search. That's what we're going to talk about today here on the Podcast Accelerator. I'm your host, Mark Asker, CEO and co-founder of Rebel Base Media, where we make podcast technology, including Captivate.fm, the world's only growth-oriented podcast host, where you can take advantage of some very unique podcast hosting features that are intended to help your show to grow, including our fantastic marketing suite, including calls to action in your podcast player and including the very famous, I'm sure, one-click sponsor pitch. So look, if you're thinking to yourself, I need to grow my podcast. I'm a little bit tired of my host just serving up my RSS feed, my analytics and taking my money every month. I want to work with someone that actually cares about the growth of my show. Please try Captivate for seven days free on us at Captivate.fm. And remember, you can move your current podcast from your existing host free and in just a a few minutes. So do check it out, captivate.fm. Also- a big shout out to the team at AirWeber. Email marketing is not something that you are ever told you need as a podcaster, but as you start to grow your show, how do you turn your listeners into customers? All right, email marketing is the core component of that. It is the most time-tested form of digital marketing, all right, and it is not going away. And if you don't have an email list, you are missing a trick, you're leaving money, an opportunity on the table. So please, you can start with Aweber free. Go and check it out. You don't even need to put a credit card in, all right? Go and check it out for free at markaskwith.com slash Aweber. Voice is no longer just a content platform. Heck, it's now an interaction platform with things like Alexa, with things like Siri and Google Home. We are using our voice in ways that we have never used it before. The problem is... Surfacing content and optimising your podcast for voice search and voice interaction isn't always at the top of mind. But as we enter the next 10 years of podcasting, will voice search become a big deal? Let's dig into this. It's part of the marketing series that we're doing over at Captivate.fm forward slash marketing. And this is sort of digging into the search engine optimization side of things. So please, if you're thinking to yourself, how do I grow my podcast? What do I need to grow my audience and my listenership? Do check out Captivate.fm forward slash marketing. It's going to give you a pile of ideas. It's a great big tutorial on exactly how you can grow your audience. In 2018, I attended VoiceCon. I was there over at VaynerMedia in New York City, talking to Gary Vee and several brands in the space, from Google through to some of the biggest, biggest brands in the world, and so many independent content creators about voice as a medium, voice as an interaction technology. And more and more, we walk into our homes and we search for things using Alexa. We get data back from Google Home. Heck, we ask Siri for the weather. But the problem is that, podcasting traditionally hasn't been fantastic for voice search. It's very, very difficult for podcast apps to represent themselves well in voice. Now, of course, that's all changing with Amazon Music and Audible and Alexa getting involved as a direct distribution partner here at Captivate. Of course, we allow you to submit your show to Amazon directly and get into the Alexa set and the Audible set of podcasts by doing so. But it's not easy to find things. And as a podcaster, we have a responsibility to make sure that our show is very, very easy to find. Now, I had a discussion on voice search with uh, someone from one of the biggest brands in podcasting. Heck, maybe the biggest brand in the world. And we were talking about the pros and cons of it and some of the challenges that podcasters face. And it got me thinking about this from a marketing perspective because some of the cute things that we do, Some of the cute things that we do in our shows aren't really optimised for search. As an example, we may add the word preneur after our show because we work in knitting and we are the knitting preneur, teaching people to build businesses around their knitting business. But is the word preneur something that Alexa would understand? Is it something that Siri would understand? And when I say, heck, play me knitting preneur, does Alexa think, what is that? So it's something cute that might actually come back to bite us. What about some of the stuff that we do in our titles, our episode titles, where we get kind of cute with that as well? What about things like numbers? How do we represent numbers? The word eight, the number eight, 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 eight. How do we represent that? And how is Alexa? How is Siri? How are some of the other voice activated assistants going to interpret our content? Now, it's not something that is a one and done. Okay voice search is never finished it's just like normal search engine optimization it's, it's 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 got the word optimization in it you're constantly tweaking it and changing it and I don't think we're there yet with voice search wherein we have all the answers But what I want to do with this content right here today is get you thinking about the fact that people are going to be trying to surface new content or even access content that they already know about. Perhaps, for example, they'll listen to your show on Apple Podcasts on their phone, but when they get home, they want to listen to it on Alexa, want to listen to it on their HomePod, they want to listen to it via a Google Home. Are you optimising your show to be found, Okay. We've got to think about this as podcasters, and we have to get really clear with our language. We can't be too verbose with things. How ironic that I can't pronounce the word verbose. We've got to be really clear. We've got to be very succinct. We have to be very, very open and just provide clarity on exactly what our podcast is called, the description. We can't be cute with the title. We have to be very, very clear. I mean, there are so many book titles that Try to be cute. How many cute book titles can you think of? There aren't many, okay? There are so many that try to be cute, but you can't think of them because the ones that stick, the ones that become huge sellers, are the ones with clarity, the ones that do what they say on the tin, the ones that open your eyes, the ones that feel like you know exactly what you're going to get when you start reading it, or that deliver a promise right there on the cover without being too verbose, without being too cute. Okay, so what I want you to think about here in voice search is this. I'm a podcaster. Does my show name, does my episode titling make it easy for the robots, Alexa, Google Home, Siri, anything else that you can think of? Does my show give those robots the best chance of discovering it, of not misinterpreting pronunciations, of not misinterpreting things that could get confused between numbers and random words like preneur. I might give myself the best chance. And will users know how to pronounce what I'm saying? Will users know what my show is called? And we have to be very, very clear with what we're doing, all right? Now is not the time to be cute because people want your show. And we want people who have never heard of your show to understand that they want your show. Okay, And we want it to be very clear and easy to get that show. And if we're being too cute, if we're overcomplicating, if we're not delivering in plain language exactly what our show does, do we stand the best chance of being surfaced by the robots, never mind the humans that are running the robots, the Alexas, the HomePods, the Google Homes? We've got to give ourselves the best chance, all right? So today's lesson is this. Look at your content. Look at your title. Look at your description. Are you giving yourself the best chance of being understood a machine that could be responsible for showing your show to brand new listeners.